Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always great to be with you. And uh, we have a terrific guest for you today. We're going to be talking about uh, warfare of different types. And our guest is Jamie Walden. And he has experience at warfare. He has experience a lot of things. He's been EMT, been a policeman. Uh, he's uh, also was one of the first soldiers into Baghdad as a uh, platoon sergeant, I believe. And and so we're going to rely on his expertise to try to educate you about some of the things that are happening and will be happening with regard to war efforts and so forth. But before we join Jamie, we've got to take care of some business. And uh, you know the problems with the food. You absolutely know. You've heard me talk about the food processing plants. You've heard me talk about food inflation, uh, government regulation, signing over our sovereignty to the World Health Organization that can regulate your food starting in two weeks if Biden ever declares a pandemic. So, what are you going to do? You know, you can sit there and be a victim. In fact, let me give you one scenario real quick. Hey, do you want to come get your food? Well, come get it, because the war started and we're using food rationing like they have in every other world war. Okay, so you go there and they say, we see you have a gun registered. Turn it over and you don't eat. This is the kind of scenario that's going to be happening in our near future. You need as much storable food as you can get. I don't have an amount. I'm saying you need to get as much as you possibly can. My Patriot Supply is the best. Uh, they deliver on time for now, as long as they can. They have great pricing, 25-year shelf life, all kinds of specials, and you won't get sick of eating the food because they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Ladies and gentlemen, don't put this off. This is a critical need, and Obama is going to control you through food. I say Obama because that's who's really running the White House right now. Henry Kissinger said, control oil, you control nations, control food, you control the people. That's what's coming. Go to foodwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com. And one more thing, and this is really interesting. Uh, the grid. The spy balloon. I've been told by military people that they believe one of the purposes of the Chinese spy balloon was to spy on what was above ground and below ground with regard to utility lines. I fully believe that when the war starts in Ukraine in earnest and we have involvement, I believe China will attempt to take down our grid. If they do, how are you going to get your water? You'll have to scavenge. You're going to need reliable water filtration, and I recommend getting more than one because things get lost, broken, and stolen. The Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter is number one in the industry, but don't take my word for it. At waterwithdave.com, we publish research results that prove what I'm saying. And so if you want the safest water filtration, I recommend you go now to waterwithdave.com. So you've got the food, foodwithdave.com. You've got the water, waterwithdave.com. Trust me, folks, we are at a pivotal point in American history. We chose these sponsors consciously. We get a lot of offers for sponsorships here, and we turn down about 90% of what comes our way. But this is something I really feel you're going to need, and I hope you heed the warning, because if you don't, you could be one of those people in the streets rioting when supplies run out. Jamie, I'm glad you could join us, my friend. Welcome to the show. Um, give kind of an overview to the audience where we're going, because this is going to be an unusual show as compared to how usually we cover conflict situations. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, thanks for having me on again, Dave. Absolutely. I always appreciate all your hard work that you're doing out there. I'm I'm kind of working remotely today. I'm in a hotel room up in Denver, snowed out, can't 
can't quite get back across the Rockies, so I might be stuck here for a couple days until I can get home. So I'm actually in a hotel room. If the audio is not the best, it's uh, I'm on the road. But uh, yeah, so um, when you look at things empirically and objectively, and and start really pulling in all the data points about what's going on, not just in the not just in the last six months or the last three years. We know what we're talking about with the last three years, but in particular, even even since 2008 and onward. Uh, there is this radical ramping up of what was coined by numerous, not just a singular, but numerous different um, ex-Soviet area, USSR, you know, former Russian GRU, KGB um, defectors about what has been coined as the perestroika deception, perestroika deception. Oftentimes, too, it's referred to as an overture. And what's unique about that is every detail about what we see going on, even with the European Union, across the Asian continent, with the global war terrorism, and on into the United States of America with these uh, reprobate cultural revolutions, uh, this Marxist, socialist, progressivist agenda through our quote-unquote elected officials down on through to the teachers' unions into our public school systems, every manner of reprobate thing under the sun plus the Chinese balloons, plus the submarines, plus the mobilization of Chinese troops in, in both Canada and the southern border, plus the the integration with the cartels, Hamas and Hezbollah included, plus the, uh, uh, you know, the unmitigated um, nuclear mobilization globally for World War III, all of it singularly has to be viewed through a lens of a... KGB GRU doctrine that was established in 1958 and solidified in 1961. This is a long-term, long-go uh, deception of infiltration and subversion as a part of asymmetric warfare to a softening tactic for what will be, uh, inevitably, what will be a kinetic strike against the U.S. mainland. So that's just a little, a little brief intro to the reality of how all this is utterly interconnected. Okay. Um, well, I'm familiar with the uh, perestroika deception, and I've written on a lot of uh, the, um, uh, shall we say, the uh, defectors, if we really could trust all of them, but I have read what most of them have said. And uh, But what's interesting to me, Jamie, is I don't see it so much as being the Russians carrying this out as much as I do the Chinese. And I'm talking about particularly like in the entertainment industry, the bribing of public officials, and so forth and so on. Is it more the Chinese, or is it still primarily the Russians? Well, that's interesting you should say that, because one of the key components that, that I always try to make sure to communicate uh, with the listeners is that the... Chinese is the CCP. That's the Communist Chinese Party. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they ultimately have their roots in what is communistic origin. And then this gets into a layer of understanding that if you miss it, you'll miss the connectivity. And the layer of understanding is where, what was communism born out of? What was Leninist Marxist doctrine born out of? What is their, they have what's called a, a, a dialectical deception or a deception dialect. We in the West operate off of Hegel's dialectic. Uh, these are philosophers. These are very particularly deep-rooted cult cultural philosophies. So we have the Hegelian dialectic that often we, we use in the truther movement, you know, when we're speaking to the problem reaction, reaction solution of false flags, government manipulations, right? Like creating, creating the problem, offering, you know, uh, uh, managing the reaction and offering a solution that gets them where they want to go. But communism operates off of an entirely different set than what the West is used to, and it's actually literally coined a dialectical deception, which is based on Leninist propaganda. The entire uh, uh, fomenting of communism is all about deception, and the reason why it's all centered on deception is because all of communist thought was born out of theosophy. So if people aren't familiar with theosophy, it's one of those things where we could spend three shows just tearing into that. Theosophy is a... An, an occultic 
teaching. It's an occultic principle that has the worship of Lucifer. No, this is not hyperbolic or sensational. This is just how they roll, right? Uh, if we, we typically think of Madame Blavatsky, who was out of Ukraine and primarily in Russia as the fomenter of theosophy. But everybody from uh, uh, Jet Propulsion Laboratory, Jack Parsons, Warner Von Braun, uh, the Nazi Party, the Viral Meetings and the Thule Society of the Nazi Regime, to the Czars of Russia, to uh, Bertrand Russell, Alan Dulles of the, the 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 founder of the OSS, which became the CIA, and the Bush family, and the Clintons, and the Obamas are all theosophists. How do you spell that? It's T H E O, Theo, Theosophy. So they they come out of the Theosophical Society, and here's what's even more critical to understand about that: the entire. Uh, what would be the foundational paperwork or the foundational white papers of the United Nations is based off of Madame Blavatsky's Lucifer Trust. No kidding, the publishing company for the United Nations when it was inaugurated, First World War II, was based on all theosophical uh, understanding. They call them adepts, right? This is mystery school, mystery religion, dark arts, occultic practices, Aliester Crowley, or Alistair Crowley, depending on how people want to pronounce his name, the father of modern Satanism, modern Satanism was only a theosoph. That was his, the whole foundation of modern Satanism. Led Zeppelin, all these major rock bands were based on theosophy. And what's interesting about that is all communist doctrine of deception of governmentalism and religion by the way uh, communism is not a political it is not a political control mechanism it is only religious communism is a religion and the religion is the unbridled worship of Lucifer and what their stated goal was this was this was in the late 1800s into the early 1900s, which was picked up by Gramsci and Lenin and obviously on through Marx and all these communist thinkers, was that they, through long-term deception and subversion and subterfuge, can actually create an entire, this was their words, a new world order. That word is not new to our lexicon. They coined that in the late 1800s. A new world order under the Aquarian age to consolidate and centralize all governments and all religions to one centralized government under the guise of communism. In fact, yeah. it was the KGB and the GRU that implemented the European Union. Uh, I, what's, his, what's his name? Gorbachev. Gorbachev, in, I think it was March or May of 2000, made the statement publicly that the European now is the European Soviet. Like they, they, He was pronouncing that we, we got it done. And in fact, even the entire global war on terror, including many connections to the 9-11 attacks on the U.S., were only ever linked back to the KGB and the GRU. It was their stated goal is to create global terrorism through Arabic and Islamic extremists to propagate and erode national identities and to get Western-centric governments to centralize their governments and to become totalitarian in order to control their populace from the fear of terrorism, but then the KGB and the GRU would actually control the governments. That well, that, that makes sense because uh, Marcus Wolf, uh, the former uh, uh, KGB, not KGB, but uh, Stasi, set up DHS, paid him $5 million yeah. to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the liaison from DHS post 9-11 with the Patriot Act, which was the consolidation and centralization of all government, total totalitarian control mechanisms being birthed, which is Stalinistic governance, the liaison was part of the KGB director. Uh, Atta, one of the, one of the hijackers on 9-11, was trained in Czechoslovakia by KGB and GRU. Zawahari was trained by the KGB. Uh, all of Al-Qaeda and Taliban was run by the KGB and the GRU. They have an official, uh, communistic directorate is what they call it over each one of these camps. But here's, here's what the listeners need to know and understand is, our government, because of this long-term strategic infiltration, is also playing the role 
with the KGB and the GRU because the infiltration has been so complete. So we, when we look at all the open source uh, revelations of just how rotten to the core our federal government is, it's always linked back to communistic payoffs, Chinese or Russian. Uh, when you look at our academia, when you look at our teachers' union, when you look at our unions, period, when you look at the Democratic Party, when you look at BLM, when you look at Antifa, when you look at the Black Panther Party, when you even you look at the white supremacists, they are all unequivocally linked to communist handlers. Every single one of them is. Uh, okay, I got some questions along these lines here. Got, got a lot of questions here. Uh, just to state the obvious as a starting point for me, and then I'll get to the questions. Hillary regularly worships in a satanic temple in Los Angeles, and we uncovered that in 2016 during that election. Uh, so what you're saying there, I think, has a lot of basis in truth, and I know about George W. at Yale and some of his occultic practices. Now, now to the uh, meat of the matter here. Okay. The leading cause of death in Arizona, not just young people, the leading cause of death in Arizona now is fentanyl poisoning. comes from the cartel, but we know they get it from the communist Chinese. And what we are finding here in Arizona with the cartel is their murders. The nature of their murders are being covered up by the authorities, like uh, when they cut heads off, hang people from bridges and so forth. They shield that from the media, but it's a reflection of their occultic practices. The cartel... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. Have become incredibly occultic in the last eight to ten years. Is that related to what you're talking about because they're born oh, of communist I'm, Chinese control? Great, great question. No, actually, in 1958, I have some notes in front of me right now, just so people know I'm not just rattling off the top of my head. But in 1958, as a part of this perestroika deception, 
one of their sub-strategies. So, so let me lay, I'll, I'll just kind of lay this out a little bit didactically here. Is, is the, This was 1958. They strategized that they would feign a collapse of the Soviet Union and its satellite states. They would feign that they were democratizing and liberalizing their country. They would open up their economy to all kinds of Western-centric uh, investors and make it look like they were, quote-unquote, repentant of their old Stalinistic communist ways in order to to uh, lull the West into, you know, that, that beta wave mindset of that Russia is not a threat whatsoever. Then they said they will, over the course of three generations, okay, listen to these, Dave, this is insane. Over the course of three generations, they would insert radical feminism so that they could destroy the nuclear family and pull women out of the household so that the children would be raised by the state beginning from birth. What happens now in America as soon as a kid's born? Their mom takes six weeks maternity leave and then they put them in the care of some whatever. Uh, uh, like an instant, they're institutionalized from birth. They go to pre-K-3, pre-K-4, then preschool, and then kindergarten, and then all the way on through, all the way through the academia. This is that deceptive dialectic, which is about the evolutionary process of a person's thought towards communism. So they said they'll insert radical feminism. They would create a sexual revolution, which would destroy the Judeo-Christian values of the nation. They would implement a broad-scale, this is their words, a broad-scale drug trafficking campaign as a weapon of internal sabotage and cultural demoralization. That's their words. They would create international drug trafficking campaign. They would uh, insert hyper-liberalism to destroy the national identity of the West, that's both Europe and America. They would create a civil rights movement to divide everybody based on race, gender, uh, uh, ethnicity, and uh, socioeconomics, and even rural versus urban type of things. They would consolidate all media, which would be controlled by communist overlords. They would consolidate all of higher educations and the teachers' union so that they could teach progressive Marxism at the earliest ages. They would create an identity crisis of countries by uh, in uh, completely inundating them with illegal immigrants in both Europe and America. They would create a national identity crisis and overwhelm their social programs by mass, mass migration. Remember the date on this. This is 1958. They stated these goals. And then they would consolidate Europe into a super state which would reduce all, reduce and erode all of Europe's individualistic national identities. And then they would seek to do the same thing with the North American continent. And then as a sub-strategy of all these, they would raise up and implement an international terror campaign. Oh, and one more component. This is part of this Gramsci strategy, strategy is that they would destroy all art, they would Satanize music. That's their words. This is the words of the KGB and GRU. They would Satanize music. They would undermine traditional values and eliminate religious foundations by rampant sexual perversions and the normalization of all manner of sexual perversity. Oh, and normalized divorce and familial fracturing. These are their stated goals of this long-term perestroika deception of of what is asymmetric warfare to the max. So this is Russia and China together, along with the radical elements of Islam, which have been totally adopted by, by communism. And then, just prior to a kinetic invasion of North America, in particular the United States of America, they would begin a Spetsnaz campaign of what they call the Overture or Great Terror. And guess what was central to the Great Terror? Derailment of trains carrying chemical, uh, toxic chemicals. Derailment of trains carrying toxic chemicals, uh, small arms attacks on, on a power grid and power grid infrastructure, the setting of wildfires all over the place, and the fomenting of internal civil strife based on race and ethnicity differences. Mm -hmm. And the constant, this is 1958, they said that they would have a constant rollout of dirt and filth and scandal about the highest level elected officials within the United States of America to destroy the American populace's 
trust in their federal government to conduct any affairs. This was their stated goal, 1958, solidified in 1961, and the CIA was made aware of it right away in 1961 with, with uh, Anatola Golitsyn, or Golitsyn, okay. uh, how you want to say it. Let, let me, uh, I tell you, people's heads are spinning, so let me just slow down just a little bit, because I guarantee you, there, people out there are breathless, because they recognize uh, from 1958 to today that this is clearly... They did it. Yeah, they've done it. They've they done did. it. But I want to ask you about um, conscious awareness of the uh, minions. Okay, for example, Christopher Ray of the FBI, um, the Attorney General, uh, these people here, do they know that they're serving Satan? Do they know that they are serving this doctrine of overthrow for the United States? I, I I would say unequivocally no, that there's very few only at the top level that are in tune to that. Uh they are that's the nature of deception, right? The nature of deception is is it's the faulty self actualization that you cannot even discern or decipher that you are deceived. Hence deception. Like somebody could put all the empirical data in your face possible. They could lay it all out with such such perfection. They could have a primary source person standing right in front of them telling them this is the truth and the nature of deception is such that no matter what they see or hear, they could never come to the acknowledgement that they'd been duped. You know, and so most of the lower level people, they don't know. These the terrible FBI, the FBI is so... so no, I don't mean the agents, uh, Jamie. I don't mean the agents. And I'm torn on what I believe on this too, but I don't believe the agents are, for the most part, they're following orders like good Gestapo death camp uh, guards. So when we look at Christopher Ray, though, head of the FBI, okay, Merrick Garland, uh, D D O J, okay, A, you know, basically the Attorney General, um, Biden's inner circle, not Biden, he's not aware of where he's at, but yeah. his inner his inner circle. I don't see how at that level they don't see what's happening. At the lower levels, let me give you an example. In Arizona, the big scandal now that the, a lot of the judges are on the take, the governor, uh, the secretary of state, uh, members of the state legislature, they're on the take, the, the Maricopa County supervisors, they're on the take. They're all involved in this uh, money laundering scheme that's been exposed. Okay. Uh, they're just serving their instant gratification deeds, I believe. But at some level, there has to be a bridge between the purveyors of this, representatives of Satan at a high level. There has to be a second level of management. Well, I think they have to know. And I'm wondering where the origination point is in the United States. I gotta believe Obama's in on it. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is, I mean, and, and they know. It's Hail Hydra. They know what they're doing. And yes. this, and, the, and also, is this linked? Historically, to the Rothschilds. Yes, it is, and there, it's actually not just linked to the Rothschilds, but even Lord Balfour, who who decreed the Balfour de- Declaration for the reimplementation of Israel post World War II. He was specifically trained in Switzerland by Madame Blavatsky. Uh, the Theosophical Society. Madame Blavatsky was being flown into Russia to train the czars who read the, Bol- the, the Bolshevik Revolution and then the future czars to establish communism. And again, so, so this is, this oh. is where if, if we are only operating on a, on a left-right paradigm or east-west paradigm or, you know, communism versus capitalism paradigm or whatever, you know, Stalinistic tyran- tyranny versus democracy, we're going to miss it. It has nothing to do with those baseline paradigms that they want you to think of. They do, that's a Hegelian, a Hegelian, Hegelian dialectic. They operate mm-hmm. off of a deception dialectic, which is Leninism, which is Theosophy, which is Luciferianism, the father of all lies. And it is a long-term, multi-generational plan to terraform the whole earth with when I say communism, insert Luciferian world order, the Aquarian age. And they have done it. 
So this isn't about a nation state. And that's what they hope you'll, you'll keep it in these little nice neat boxes of nation states or ideologies. It's not nation states or ideologies. It's literally light versus darkness. It's the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of Lucifer and, and the rebel insurgency that's going on around us. And so if we break out of that paradigm, we won't be able to connect the dots because we, they want us to have a very reduced reality. But the bottom line is, all of them, all of them are cohesively working towards one singular goal. There is no East-West divide, Russia-China alliance versus a Western alliance. All the global elite are taking us somewhere. They've been taking us there for the last 6,000 years, but really for about the last 120 years or 140 years, they went gangbusters. Even Darwin and all these guys, they were all rooted in the same school of thought that broke out. Here's what's fascinating is Nazism. The entire Nazi regime under the Thule Society, along with the Vril Maidens and this birthing of this occultic government, which Nazism is only ever religious. It's a religion, right? The worship of the black sun and blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on and on. This resurrection of the Ubermensch of the golden race, uh, of the race. They were trained by Blavatsky. The same as the Russian czars. So World War II was like everything else in our modern lexicon was a deception. It was a faint maneuver. It created and fomented the grounds for the United Nations. Oh, what did I already say? The United Nations was all the founding documents were written through the Lucifer Trust, which has now been renamed the Lucius Trust, so it's not as in your face, to create a global centralized government. So what we have going on right now in real time, especially with the overture actions that we see taking place in America and the mobilization all across Europe, is they're getting ready for that next World War III, which will be the global traumatic experience to create a counterfeit hive mind collective consciousness to roll in the big show. Everything that Lucifer and the powers of darkness through men, through the machinations of men, have been working towards for thousands of years. That's why I say World War III is an inevitability uh, don't uh, don't truly know the imminency of it or how soon it will be, but the ne the inevitability of it is certain. Why? Because I have a biblical worldview, and that's what Scripture has already said. Exactly what's going to happen to create the right environment for a counterfeit man of peace to come under a utterly global centralized government police state with a singular new religion it's hyper religious just like theosophy it's hyper religious and a new monetary system because monetary systems are all about control which is communism socialism marxism leninism which is theosophy so it's crazy how it's it's literally the interconnectivity is mind-boggling because it gives you the context for the why. Why was a Chinese balloon allowed to fly over our country? Well, because it's the Chinese Communist Party. Well, what's going on with the Democratic Party? They're only ever communists. Well, what's a communist? They're Luciferians, period. What's going on in Hollywood? Hollywood's bought and owned by China. What's China? China Communist Party. Every single piece of propaganda that comes out of there is only Luciferian in nature. The number one show on Netflix was Lucifer for like a year and a half in a row, right? Like, it's in your face. The Vatican and the Russian Orthodox Church are interconnected with this. The Vatican has their Lucifer device on Mount Graham in Arizona. It's all about the preparation and the paving of the way for a new quote-unquote dominion of earth through this luciferian order okay you're really bridging to a lot of areas here let me give you one that i've been on again multiple times and that's child sex trafficking the occultic ritualistic practices associated with it are satanic and this explains why the border, uh, southern border is wide open and child sex trafficking is rampant crossing the border. We both are friends with Doug Thornton, former DHS, been at the border, and he talks openly about this. So the child sex trafficking and the, shall we say, the embellishment, the encouragement, and probably the participation of many of the top people, like uh, Bill Clinton, for example, is part of this. 
so you're really drawing distinction. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Here, I think that are very clear as how these political actions have their origins back to Satan. Well, and what's interesting, Dave, is you, you know, I was just, I, I do uh, counter child sex trafficking work in the Dominican Republic, and we were just down there, I don't know, six weeks ago now, two months ago, uh, checking on the safe house that we have down there. <coughs> Excuse me. And so, what's fascinating about you even making that connection is that. The global child sex trafficking actually run. Think of where Epstein Island is, right down there in the Keys, which is you know not. It's just a few hundred miles from the Dominican Republic, which shares a border with Haiti, right? They're both on the same island, through Cuba, through all these different island chains. And guess who runs everything on the island of Dominican Republic, which is I think the number three for child sex trafficking in the world is the Dominican Republic. It was the Russian mafia. And the Ukrainians, they own that island. Every beach town you go to, it is loaded with dirtbag, old, white, Russian mafioso who are running all the girls. And they all end up getting filtered through to Ukraine. Ukraine is the hub from which all the spokes on the wheel go out across Europe and, and that yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Western Asian part. So it, it is all interconnected. It's all interconnected. I want to I want to bring this back home, too, because of my research in the overthrow of the pro-Russian Ukrainian government in 2014, I discovered prevalence of the Clinton Foundation, and we found out that they were running guns, drugs, and children out of Ukraine. Sure. Yeah, I mean they got uh, the the one of the chief of staff for the Clinton Foundation, their nonprofit, which is just a giant money laundering uh, operation, was caught on the Haitian border with tens of children during the earthquake, undocumented children caught. So I mean that that's that's what they do. That's how they fed their feed their 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 machine. And what's interesting, even with this uh, perestroika deception that they laid out. 1958 with the KGB and the GRU, one of their chief components was organized crime as a means of funding their deception. That was a key component, one of the ones I skipped over for brevity's sake, but that they said through organized crime, through a mafia-based organized crime and illicit uh, trades that they would be able to fund their deception and insert themselves into Western nations through these underhanded, you know, dark, dirty world type of things, and uh, and they could get through what they wanted to get through. So, uh, so again, it goes. The depths of which it goes is radical. Even this whole idea of Nazism versus communism, it's not true. It's not true. There. Uh, although there are differences, there are distinctions, right? A house divided against itself. There's always going to be competition for power. These guys are Luciferian elites. It's not like they're all singing Kumbaya and there's some unity. How could Lucifer have unity within his house? The, uh, Christianity has next to zero unity within its own house, you know? And, and they're seeking to honor the Lord. But it's these guys um, are unified in their ideology. The ideology, is, what's, what's communism? A blood cult. What's Nazism? A blood cult. What's Islam? A blood cult. They're all blood cults. Why are they all blood cults? And what's centralization to every single one of these major religions? These are religions. What's central to them is the consolidation and centralization of all power and control over every every single detail of a human's existence from birth to death. What is the beast system centered on? It is a global collective dominance and consolidation of every detail of a person's life through metadata, through threat fusion centers, through AI and quantum computing, D-wave quantum computing, through economic strangleholds and 
you know, vaccination passports and this passport and that passport so that they can have total counterfeit omnipresence and counterfeit omniscience over all of humanity. You know, so you just all des- unified. you just described the need for 15-minute cities. Uh, that's that's handled here. Uh, the mark of the beast, digital currency. Would you agree with that or not? Yep. All. It, yep. Absolutely. Unequivocally agree with it. Man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> you, you are. We should call this the dot connecting show today. <laughs> and that's typically. Yeah. It's funny. People always go, man. You connect dots. I'm like, it's. I, for whatever reason, I, I see things from a macro worldview. Maybe it's just you know I was a, uh, a platoon sergeant in the in the Marine Corps infantry and stuff like that. So I go, give me the big picture so I can understand all the moving components. Because if I don't have the whole battlefield in my purview, I may miss something and not understand how it's on or connected. All the all the maneuvering elements, all the logistics involved, all the command and control, all the signals intelligence and the human intelligence and 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 the why, the why and the timings and the this and the that. It's like if you don't have the overall macro worldview, the 10,000 foot view of what's going on, will miss it. And they anticipate that. They anticipate the Cloward and Piven strategy, which were communist, right, from whatever they were, Stanford or Yale or Frankfurt, I don't know, one of these freak show think tanks, right? And, uh, and, and uh, their whole thing is that if you overwhelm people with these these lesser points, these lesser occurrences going on, they won't be able to rightly connect the dots to the big show that's taking place right in front of their eyes. No, but it's so obvious. I mean, uh, drag queens to first graders, that's as satanic as it gets. I don't know. And that's communism. See, I think think the connections are easy to make. Those connections are, are omnipresent here. Everything that's happening right now is done deliberately. I've called it a Maoist cultural revolution and and really I'm not digging deep enough with that term. It's a satanic cultural revolution. Yes, because Mao was a student of Lenin who was a student of Blavatsky who was a student of Lucifer. How do you spell Blavatsky, just out of curiosity? Uh, oh man, let me see. I, I didn't mean to stump you on that. <laughs> I will totally blow it. Let me see. <laughs> I'm not sure. B B L A V A T S K Y Blavatsky, Madame Blavatsky. Yeah, so Madame Blavatsky is is she was she was this high ranking occultist which which was channeling spirits for automatic writings to basically create the playbook for all global elite to usher in this Aquarian age, of which Donald Trump spoke about in almost every speech. If you read the mystery schools, the mystery religion, and the cultic teachings of these people, you would realize that Donald Trump was playing his part. He's a high-ranking Kabbalist. Kabbalism is even an offshoot of theosophy. Actually, uh, uh, was predated theosophy. Oh, and so, so they, they use this language all the time. Bush... Clinton, Obama, and Trump constantly are using Aquarian, Aquarian occultic language in almost every one of their speeches. Um, okay, so this explains why Jared Kushner was allowed to stay in the White House because he and his wife, the president's daughter, are Kabbalists. Uh, open, open Kabbalists. Yeah, uh, Trump exactly. mentions in his memoirs that the number one influence in his life was his Kabbalistic. Uh, I don't want to say guru because that's you know a whole different uh, Luciferian religion, but you know his Kabbalistic uh, mentor was the number one influence in his life. He says that openly, and this even gets into the Joint Chiefs. You know, I told you off air uh, the friend of mine who's connected at that level, and if you remember what he said about all the Joint Chiefs, all the Joint Chiefs are communists. And again, when I say communist, do not, we have to break from the programming and when you hear communism as we think a Russian political agenda. It is a, an occultic mystery religion. So if somebody's a communist, they are part of a religion. That is a religious affiliation. So when you look at BLM or Antifa or the Democratic Party or, you know, this student union or this teacher's union or these academia or this or that, the other, and when they say the words progressive, if you hear sustainability, progressive, uh, socialistic, or any of these, it's automatically 
communism, which is a Luciferian religion. And what's interesting about the entire end times narrative and and the end of the age and the beast system, the beast system is communistic. It's communistic. It's communism, which is communism, right? So you, so that's why you see all this coming into place because as long as you have a commune-based reality, everything is centralized under a a bloodthirsty overlord tyrant type of governmental system, and everybody else is there to serve and worship the state. Worship. It's about worship. Everything about the beast system, it says, and they worship the beast. And those who would not worship the beast were put to death. What do we see slowly rolling out in the United States of America? If you will not worship the system of our completely reprobate governmental system and every edict, they cancel you. They shut you off. They demonetize you. They shut you down because you won't worship them. Uh, you know, I'll give you a good example of this. And I uh, had a response to it, and I'll tell you what that is here. It's the, um, uh, pro- the creation of protected classes within every federal agency. And seemingly every group can belong. So if you're um, East Indian, if you're uh, Native American, if you're black, if you're if you're uh, Hispanic, Catholic, uh, I mean, you can be all these different things and be protected. But as if if you are a white straight male, is specifically Obama's uh, agenda right here that he put out, uh, not Obama, excuse me, Biden's agenda that takes effect in about two weeks. That white straight males are vilified in federal agencies. And I made the point uh, in a follow-up, I said, because I'm a white straight male, I no longer feel safe in America because this is exactly what the Nazis did to the Jews before they went and persecuted them. Yes, and even that, Dave, is it's counterfeit. It's it is a part of that perestroika deception to divide and conquer, to create internal strife, yeah, to yeah. to demoralize. And when I see demoralize, we think of you know like oh, what was me? Kind of an ER sort of mentality, right? To be demoralized, but I mean de. Morality eyes is what what the goal the stated goal was in the 1950s from the KGB was to demorality eyes the United States of America and that's why even the tearing down of our statues and the re the revisionist history and all this it, it is communism 101 why is it communism 101 because it creates a problem that that means that the government must centralize more and more power the entire COVID-19 thing was about global centralization for all governments. And then guess who owns the governments? The KGB and the GRU. They own it all. They are the controllers and the handlers of everything. But I'm not saying Russia. It's not about Russia and the Russia people. It's about the occultist KGB and GRU, which is their military intelligence branch, they actually, people don't know this, they collectivized all the intelligence agencies in the early 1960s. Even the CAA and Mossad and all these different ones, you know, and, and out of Pakistan and Syria, the Jordanian intelligence and Iranian intelligence, they are all beholden to the KGB and the GRU. All of them are. It, right. is, it is a ubiquitous control mechanism and it just has the appearance of opposition in fact some of the defectors that came out in the in the early 1960s they said that Russia would systematically release defector after defector after defector just to make it look like there was opposition to what's going on in the Russian government then in all reality there is zero opposition they crush all opposition. No opposition is allowed. And even the centralization of media inside the U.S. is Stalinistic power 101. It's, it's like the baseline on how you collectivize and consolidate control. Well, yeah, George, well, first of all, when Clinton allowed, uh, well, network entities to own a radio station and a TV station in the same market or add on a newspaper, Clear Channel, you know, like in the Phoenix area, I think they own 13 stations controlled by George Soros. He was the father of the centralization movement, and Clinton made it possible by getting the FCC to relax their restrictions. It used to be if you owned a radio station in a market, you couldn't own a 
a second one. You couldn't own a TV station. You couldn't own the newspaper. And uh, it, it, what was it, 1996, I believe it was, uh, 98% of the mainstream media was controlled by 150 corporations. Today, it's six. Yep. Yep, and that's that consolidation. So then when you and, – and even like we mentioned earlier is – is uh well you know it's it's hard to know where to go with this because it's so cohesive in the chinese element is the major element the chinese element is for lack of a better word they're the cannon fodder of the global elite which is typically anglo in origin even the slavic nations of you know the former Russian, you know, satellite states and all that, like, they're Anglo in origin, and they are using a Maoist Chinese infiltration of that for their ability to mobilize their manufacturing and, and their production ability because of their, their manpower by their population, and they are using them as the cannon fodder for what will be World War Three, and that, that they're using them to secure the mainland United States and our fertile crescent area of the Midwest, right? And our bread yeah, what, what, like people, what people need to know is uh, Wee Fang is the current defense minister, and I and John Moore received uh, the late Paul Martin uh, information from a speech he made, a transcript, that uh, he said uh, the United States has done this and this and this and been good, but he concluded by saying as much as we might owe them from World War II, we are going to occupy that nation for their natural resources and we are not going to cohabitate. He talked specifically about race-specific bioweapons done in conjunction with the Israeli Mossad in the speech, but he's not alone. He's not just this radical. Dating back to 2003, the previous two defense ministers of China called for genocide against Americans, and Americans are oblivious to this. Oblivious. They're oblivious. And and what's crazy is out of the, the 142 predictions that... Uh, Golanitsin or Golitsin uh, brought forward to the CIA in 1961 as a defector. Out of the 142 predictions, 138 of them were true by 1995. Mm-hmm. He he was saying things that nobody could even conceive of. Said this is the plan. This is the plan. The Soviet Union is going to feign collapse. This is the plan. They're going to tear. They are going to choose to tear down the wall in East and West Germany, and they're going to reunify Berlin, and they're going to reunify Germany, and then they're going to democratize, and they're going to liberalize their economy, and then the Russian Orthodox Church is going to rise up, and they're going to they're going to throw off all communistic overtones, and they're going to proclaim Jesus Christ and Christianity as the central religion, and they're going to allow Christianity to flourish again, and this is going to again lull the West into sleep, and then they're going to be from this nation, and then they're going to be in this nation and he went down this list systematically this is what we are going to do I was part of the strategic planning for this great deception and out of the 142 predictions 138 of them came true by 1995 and so it's it's crazy to think of the depth to which it goes. Even the implementation, which we know, and I know you've covered uh, with amazing seminal work over the years, is is the the, the whole uh, idea of FEMA camps and the FEMA camp structuring and the and the and the FM you know publications on, yeah. on how to do it and how to lay them out and how to how to recruit and then even the 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 online GAO you know recruitment stuff for the different security guards and the buying up of you know Walmarts or or the the emptying of Walmarts next to railroads and all this all of this is the Soviet gulag concentration camp system repackaged in the United States of America. It yeah, is yeah, absolutely, yes. Is, there's no question. Uh, I've covered FM 39.4, which was the organizational structure of a major FEMA camp. Well, they left out one thing in it, though, and it's really interesting. When you have a large gathering of people that are confined, someone's going to die. But they, they had all this detail, how they'll serve dinner, you know, how they'll be barracked, and all these other things. But they left out one thing. What are they going to do with the dead bodies? That's because they didn't want to draw attention to what the goal was. But, Jamie, I'm going to tell you something else that's coming, and I've been talking about this a lot in the last week. Uh, in World War One and World War Two, food was restricted by the government in favor of the war effort. When the war starts here, we already have food deficits because of the 110 food processing plants that have been blown up, burned down, and so forth. 
since uh, Biden's come into office, 110 of them. Not one of them has been replaced. And now you have all the other things that are going on with the food supply as well. And so I, I predict this is going to happen. They're going to do food stamps like they did in World War II, and they're going to have to go to a camp. And they rehearsed this in 2011, and I, I do want to get this in on the show because it relates. In 2011, they did a drill. Um, called Operation Mountain Guardian. And what they did is the, the uh, FEMA and DHS, they went and collected kids from the Denver Public Schools without notifying the parents. Oh, there was a near riot when they took them to where the Broncos played football at that time at Invesco Field uh, in an NFL stadium. And they were holding the kids there, not doing anything to them. And they had hired crisis actors to go there and act like their parents trying to free their kids. And the whole idea was to entrap criminal parents, parents who hadn't paid child support and so forth. Well, the reality is it's not child support they're going to be after in the modern age. It's going to be, are you a Christian? Uh, Do you believe in the Constitution? And when you go to that camp to cash in your food stamps or to collect your children, they are going to keep you. But by the way, it's interesting. Operation Mountain Gardening, they did not need to have those crisis actors because when Mrs. Smith showed up to pick up Billy Smith and, oh, the government took him to Invesco Field, wait a minute, he has a dentist appointment. Who the hell let my kid go there? And this was repeated by dozens of parents who stormed in Vesco Field. They had a near riot. They had to call the police. So that was 2011. And it was also the, the drill that was done when they brought the world elites to DIA and they went deep underground in the tunnel system and Obama disappeared for three days and all flights were stopped into DIA. That was all the same drill. And they practiced how they're going to get you to the camps so you get your food. And I've been told this by someone on the inside, Jamie. When you go to the camp and you're going to cash in your food stamp to get your thing, they're going to say, well, okay, you're a citizen in good standing, but you have an M16. If you want to eat, you go get your gun, you bring it here, and then we'll be happy to give you your food. This yeah. is all, Jamie, this is all coming with the death camps. It is. It is. And, and when we look at it, the historical precedents, I always go, Two, two things I ask myself, is there historical precedence and then is there, does, does the Bible, does a biblical worldview affirm this? And, it, and the answer is yes on both those cases. When we look at it prophet, pro, prophetically and scripturally, that's what we know is going to happen. And then when we look at, at it historically, that's what they've always done. So even when you look at Nazi Germany, which again, rooted in theosophy, okay, we cannot miss that. If you miss it, you'll miss it all. That is the central theme is they centralized healthcare. This is how Hitler consolidated power. It was through a health care crisis and socialized health care through which they passed legislation to de-arm or disarm the German citizens. What happened in Stalinistic Russia? What happened in Maoist China? What happened in Pol Pot's regime? What, it's the same thing. It's food and disarmament. It's food reductionism, starvation for consolidation and disarmament of the citizens, and then a wholesale slaughter of any outliers. Interesting. Biblical president says, in the end times will be war and famine, right? The four horsemen ride out. War, famine, pestilence, disease. Consolidation of all power. Mass die off with a World War III type of scenario. And then it will be about giving your allegiance to the system in order to be able to conduct business in the economy, an economy which is where you buy and sell food for total control. And those who will not do it, they are put to death post-haste or even beheaded for the testimony of Christ and for refusing to worship the beast. So, it is literally all interconnected. And so, what we see going on right now with the overture, this great terror, with the food processing plants, with the wildfires in Southern California or Northern California, with the uh, fire after fire after fire, these hits on critical infrastructure, the cyber attacks on the dull food processing, and now the train derailments, along, along with the small arms fires against you know our power substations, all this was laid out in detail by Viktor Suvorov in 1988 when he wrote a book detailing how the Spetsnaz, through great terror, would have a preparatory phase for a kinetic invasion of the U.S. mainland. He said, 1988, this is what we are going to do, period. 
to the detail of what we see on our mainstream yeah. media headlines every day right now in America. You, you are so right on the money with this. We've got to do a part two, Jamie. We, uh, this this was one of the quickest hours we've ever had on the Common Sense Show, and I got to have you back. I've taken copious notes. I'm going to go back and take more after I listen to the show. I mean, <laughs> you gave me about three hours of material here in one hour. It's amazing, but we need to follow up on this, and I'll be in touch with you. Uh, we got about thirty seconds to tell people how they can follow you and how they can help you yeah they can uh they can get a hold of me at omegadynamics.org so omegadynamics.org you can also purchase my book on amazon under the title omega dynamics and uh yeah feel free to get a hold of me anytime one quick side note i don't know if you saw this dave as we're getting ready to get off the air but our strategic nuclear base in north dakota just fired six commanding missileers this of our strategic land-based nuclear weapon systems in one foul swoop. They are getting ready for the big show on the U.S. mainland. You know, it's funny. I was in a restaurant last night and talked to a guy from that base. He said they're bringing in 24,000 additional troops. Imagine that. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I don't know if you just saw Michael Yon, who's a, you know, a very famous war correspondent guy, solid as a rock. Uh, he was just literally down at the, uh, oh man, I can't think of the we name. Got, of the Jamie, we got a hold up okay. there. Okay, the hamsters are going to turn the, the station <laughs> off here. Got it. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, our guest has been Jamie Walden, and uh, we'll post his contact information, too, on our website. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. On behalf of our guest, Jamie Walden, I'm Dave Hodges. This is the Common Sense Show, and we'll see you back here next time. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.